Welcome back to Never Settle. Today I have a fellow Los Angeles-based entrepreneur, Kristen Culverwell. She is the founder of Wish Wellness, and we are talking about the path of entrepreneurship, which we could do this and have this conversation over coffee and go on and on and on. So I'm really excited to jump into this. Me too. Thank you so much for having me today. So tell me where you are now in short, but really going back to where you started. And then we're going to fill in all those little bits and pieces in between, Kristen. Yeah. I mean, there's so many details, right? Like right at this moment, I have a full-time job and I have you know, what people call a side hustle. So this side hustle is really a passion project. It has to do with essential oils, but it's really like, um, I provide an aromatherapy bar at private events and, and that's it. But how it kind of turned into that is, is pretty magical because it just, it was like one thing led to another, led to another, led to another. And then I just kind of followed my heart and, and went with it. But the response that I've gotten from the, um, the actual aromatherapy service that I provide at the events has just been so um, encouraging and uplifting and really helped like boost my momentum as I've been going. You know, at like one of the last events that I saw you at, I thought it was so great because people were, they were looking at me and saying, wait, you made this? Like they were assuming it was some other big brand and they were congratulating me, you know? So it's like, it's like that kind of affirmation that is just, really rewarding. So, and, and that's really special too, because it's a niche market that you're going, it's yeah. private events. You know, yeah. we're at a really beautiful location in Los Angeles, right. gorgeous um, hotel over in uh, the proper over in Santa Monica. Right. And, you know, you're doing a private event that a company that is you know, partially owned by Gwyneth Paltrow. So they're, they're right. big events that you're doing, but as opposed to being, we're going to buy this and we're just going to feature it. You're there hand making and right. mixing. It's these, like um, it doesn't aromas. get as it doesn't get more small batch than that. So I'm actually there. I'm making them. I have a you know a few different recipes I bring to the table. And then what I love about it is I give each and every person like a mini education on what the oils can do for you, for your spirit, for you physically, for your you know overall well being, and it's every interaction I, I have is just so incredibly special. So I feel like I'm just getting to like spread it around to so many hundreds of people that way. And people ask me all the time if I have, you know, a product and um, to sell. And that certainly could be something down the line. Um, but that's a whole other business. And, you know, I just love focusing on this events part because of my background. I just am really comfortable in that space. I love making things. I love creating things. And I love events. I come from a production background. Um, so I'm just, I have kind of like, I love meeting the production managers, you know, and like working with them on organizing the event and, you know, getting my services in there. It's just, it feels really right. So. I think that's important to bring up as well. Your, your market, you know, who you're getting funded by is the event company themselves or the brand, not necessarily selling the product. So it puts, you know, it's a different take on what would be traditional for, like you said, most people will go in with the product and think this right. is the only way that I can do this, but it's not the case. Now, right. in your background being in production, tell us more on that because one web leads to another, to another, to another. 
Exactly. So I started out in, in production and television, but I worked on sort of the business side of things. I got an MBA um, back in 2011. Um, and then after I had my child in 2013, I sort of took a step back from that. I wanted something a little um, less demanding. Um, and it was just time for a change. I had been at that company for like over eight years at that point in my career. And also my dad passed away around that time. And it just really like changed my focus. And with my dad passing and having a newborn, I was looking for so many different, you know, alternatives to what we put in our body and how we, you know, how we live and get, you know, just removing chemicals altogether. And I honestly, I met a woman in um, the grocery store at the, in like in, in line and she introduced me to essential oils and it was as simple as that. She was talking to the the cashier about how it helped her with her, um, her daughter or her child's sleep habits. And immediately my, you know, my ears perked up and I was like, well, I need that because I have an infant <laughs> and I need help in the sleep department. So that started me on the path with essential oils, like way back then, my daughter's nine, you know, almost 10 now. And I just dove in and, and with, with that part of it, it was like, it was one of those big essential oil companies, you know, and part of it is they teach you how to teach others how to use oils because that's the whole business model. You know, you, you tell someone else they buy it or they might try and sell it too, you know, and that is a really tough business model in general. I, I tried it for, for a little while. It was, it, you know, extremely sales driven. Um, I would hold parties for strangers in my back or not parties, but events in my um, education events in my backyard and like in my covered porch here in LA. And I would put them on Eventbrite and people would come over and I would teach classes about how to use each of the essential oils, you know, that come, come along in these kits. But it, it, I realize now like, all of that year and a half or two years that I did that prepared me so well for all of these little interactions I'm having with people now, because I know what each of the oils do and I know how to talk about them and no selling what selling the oils wasn't really for me, but, um, using them was, and I, you know, it just so happened. I got a call one day, um, because I had a website and I had these events going on and it was just a, a big brand, you know, having a launch party. And they said, hey, can you do something for us? Your style and stuff seems like in line with what we're looking for. And we can't find anything else like it. And I went to that and I just kind of threw something together. I made some labels, you know, for my for the bottles. I bought all the products and I created all these the blends similar to how you saw at the event. And people were just starstruck by it. They, they couldn't believe it. Like they, it was like, they'd never seen anything like this before at a party. And they were so appreciative that it was like, Oh wait, we get to take this home. We don't have to buy this. Like we don't have to buy something. Exactly. Yeah. That was my walk up to your yeah. table. I was like, what do I got to buy now? But then I see you mixing it and you're like here. It's like, yeah. Oh, Oh, it's, it's such like a, a great and delight. <laughs> it's such a great like party gift, you know, you, that people feel so loved and appreciated um, because they've just I think they haven't gotten anything like that before. And it's like, you know, service oriented. So they're getting that special attention. And honestly, from that point, that was in 2019. And um, I booked maybe like five more events and then and then COVID 
<laughs> you know, so then nothing, then nothing for, you know, a year and a half happened. But I, I left my website up um, during that time. And honestly, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to come back to it. Thankfully, I had a full-time job too um, that I could go back to. Um, but yeah, then one day in August, 2021, I got a call and it was for this, you know, huge event. It was like a convention center for, um, a convention event for a VIP suite at VidCom. And that's huge. It was huge. And it came out of nowhere world. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And I was like, okay, this is a sign, you know, this is a sign. I need to keep going with this and really like put some more effort into it and not just let it go. And, you know, honestly, ever since that moment, it's just been really consistent and it's just been a great kind of wake up call for me to just follow the momentum, you know, work towards what feels right and not against, you know, against what doesn't. That's what I was thinking as you're sharing too, I want to break some of the mini stories within the larger down, because there's a lot of lessons that are within there, you know, there's, you innovated and instead of saying, okay, this is the model that everybody's been doing where we're going to sell oils and you thought, this isn't really for me. Um, I relate to that because I used to teach yoga and I'm like, it it wasn't for me. It wasn't my passion. It wasn't my thing, but I love creating playlists. I love creating a flow. And then I realized that's kind of like a short film, Sarah. It's kind of like a movie (laughs) and you just like to give a message in front of people. So it's kind of like posting and speaking and content creation where it evolves and you find, you fall into a place that is more, okay, this feels more like myself. And within that, you also stuck with it. It wasn't an overnight, this is going to happen. You know, you've been doing this for years. And, you know, another lesson that I'm hearing too, you didn't just up and leave your job. I think that's something really important for most people right now to hear. You know, entrepreneurship is very cool. It's very fuzzy. It's very, yeah, I'm going to quit my job. They have the whole like, quit talk thing that's going on, right? I yeah. forget what the name of it is. I think it just made that up, but it's quiet quitting. Cool. There we go. Quiet. Exactly. <laughs> quit talk. I said quit talk, <laughs> but it's important in, especially I think what's going into 2023, which is going to be a really, really bumpy road year for a recession and job cuts that to not just walk away, but to do it slowly with this side hustle, like you said, until the time is right. And now I bet you're thriving to the point yeah. where you're going to keep building on it. What are your right. thoughts on that? Exactly. And I think because I have that business background, right, I can actually do the calculations and I can say, okay, I need to have this many events a year to replace my salary, you know, and 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 be really comfortable with that. And then, you know, my, my dream would be to grow it even bigger though. So, because right now it's just me, you know, so... I could see it growing to where I'm sending out people to, you know, other, to events. I just have to train, you know, um, a bunch of girls to do that or, you know, anyone, people to do that. And, but right now it still feels really close to me and I'm not at that point yet where I'm letting go, but there's going to be a point, a breaking point or a tipping point where I'm, t- I can't accept every job, you know, because there, there will be more. And I, you know, I'm confident that there will be with the, you know, the momentum that, that I've had. So 
it's, it's really interesting to see how that grows. And, you know, I'm really lucky that I have the flexibility to be able to do both, you know, I feel. Right. Well, you, and you built that too. And <laughs> yes, another yeah. I mean, great point that you're sharing. Yes, exactly. Another great point you're sharing. There's a point where you increase the demand so much that, or maybe you don't, and then you realize that maybe this isn't something to jump full head into, but you work on the demand portion. So then you start to expand outward, you know, and I can even see what you're doing, just throwing an idea out there, but I could even see what you're doing as, you know, a, a complete agency that focuses on wellness right. services wellness for services. events. Yeah. Exactly. Where you, you know, you have an entire um, bank of different instructors and teachers right. and healers and leaders. And it's like, you become a, pick and choose kind of go healing exactly. party. I think that yeah. that's something that would thrive in LA, you know, it's the avocado perfect toast place stand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the perfect place for it. I mean, I don't, I don't know any other place other than maybe New York. I come from the East coast and moved to LA in 2016. And, you know, I was really hopeful moving to LA that something would happen and I wouldn't just have my <laughs> same job from the East coast, which I still, you know, have and stuff. But um, this is the thing, you know, and I saw a career coach at, at one point and I, I definitely wanted to mention that it was back in like 2018, actually, before I really went for it with the oils and started teaching classes, actually. Um, I wanted to talk to her about what do I do next? You know, I've reached a certain level in my career. Do I want to get back into production because I'm in LA? Do I want to keep going down the avenue I'm going? Do I want to buy, uh, you know, buy property and do, you know, do that or like so many different choices. Right. And she really helped me break down all of those choices and then basically forced me over three months to make little movements, little micro movements in each one. And then naturally you find which one feels comfortable and right. You know? So at the end of that time with her, I was really able to say, you know what? That other idea, it doesn't work for me anymore. It doesn't feel right. And then the one that did is the one I'm doing now. And it's evolved so much since that point. I mean, I, it's un unbelievable, but it's magical because everything she said kind of came true, you know? <laughs> it's the way it goes. It's, um, yeah. I was actually just, I was rereading some of my journal notes this morning on the plane ride over and... I was writing, I re, I wrote my story forward. So I was like, I don't know how, where the point I was when I was writing, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this mess, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it by writing my story forward. And you start to right. create what that's going to look like. Yeah. And like you said, some things are going to fall. And to some people, I, maybe you've heard this too. Some people have said to me, you're, you're, you're all over the place. Like you do a lot of different things. And to me, it just, it's a natural progression of storytelling. It's like everything goes into storytelling and how am I inspiring people? And not, I, you know, not everything I was doing is necessarily still there, but how they all lead into another. Do you find similar for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like we all wear so many hats, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm on the PTA board. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I've a, you know, a this, that, and I do these, you know, these events and make things um, for people. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just, I think what has always sort of governed me and like a lesson that my dad always taught me is just to follow your heart and do what you love and it will, 
all work out from there, you know? So, so some tips, good advice from dad, by the way. Yeah. Some tips that I'm hearing for those who are listening and some takeaways. It, it is to follow, you know, I call it your why, a passion, what you love doing and how allow it to evolve. Um, also another tip, use a career coach or look for external guidance that might be able to help create some clarity that we can't always see when we're on our own, you yes. know, little mess. And then yeah. another is to move gradually and allow some things to fall that aren't best suited, um, but then own into what is feeling natural in a flow. Any other tips that you would add to someone who's looking to move from something that's, it's, it's turning the wheels, but it's not exactly fulfilling the heart. What would you share? Yeah. I mean, I would just write down what your big ideas are, you know, like the, the advice I had in the beginning was to close my eyes and think about what I want my life to look like a year from now, you know, and really envision that and then write out your goals, you know, and, and how, how will you get there? And I think that's really the key. Um, and so many people just kind of overlook that step. They don't realize that just writing things down and writing down your goals, capturing them that way is really impactful. Um, and it, it just puts so much energy um, towards achieve, achieving them, you know. Curious, when you were writing down your goal, well, and I'm sure it's a continuing evolving process, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong there, but it, yeah. I'm continuously like, okay, where was I a year ago? And it's like, whoa, okay, yeah. we've done a lot. You can slow down, kid. And then looking forward, it's like a continuously evolving process. Did you break that down into smaller pieces or how, yeah. how did you approach that? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give away all the secrets, but <laughs> all my <laughs> career coaches' secrets, but be it, no, I think it's, it's, you know, a well-known philosophy that she just shared with me. And it's basically like you have a big goal and then you break it down into tiny things and you feel a lot of resistance sometimes, you know, like you might have this goal and like, like the oil thing was the last thing I, I got to for, for whatever reason. Oh, wow. I just was like, because I, I had done it a little bit and I was like, it's not for me, that selling part of it. I'm like, it's just not. And then I just didn't realize what it was going to transfer into. Because at the time I was also doing like crafting and art events in my backyard. So it was like, it became like a melding of two things. But yeah, back to it is like breaking down that goal into smaller steps. And it could just be researching something, you know, as simple as that. This week, I'm going to look into other, you know, look up Instagram accounts for other people that I like in that space, you know, simple as that. And then in the next week, it could be, you know, calling someone and asking them for, you know, what they do or some advice or something. Um, but it doesn't have to be this huge thing. You don't have to write a business plan, you know, like you just have to take it step by step and break take a it step. Down. Yes. You take a step. Fly, just take a step. Yeah. Where do you think some of that resistance comes from? You know, but you mentioned within the past that you did oils and you're like, eh, I don't know. Where do you think that comes from? I think it's just like comfort zone. I think it's breaking out of your comfort zone. Um, and just being afraid of change, you know, like it's so natural for us to be like, it's too risky. I don't know. I don't want to sh rock the boat. I don't want to shake things up. And um, what I've realized is that, you know, no good things come out of just being comfortable all the time. You know, you have to, you have to break out of 
the uh, comfort zone and just throw a little risk in there to, to make things happen. Or you're just going to stay in the same place. You know? In the comfort zone, definitely. Yeah. Have you found any resistance within your, you know, when you've, when you've told somebody like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Do you find any resistance or, or questioning? You know, oftentimes it's, um, where it's not even our own doubts, but they stem from somewhere else. Do you know what I'm, I'm sharing? Yeah. I think with this path I'm on right now, I really haven't. I mean, it's been one of those uh-huh. circumstances where people have been so supportive. I think because when I talk about it, I, they see like the glow in my eyes and the light or the light in my eyes. And they're like, literally at a party, I was talking to someone about what I do for work. And I like full time and I led with that. And then I started talking about the aromatherapy bar and they were like, Oh my God, you just changed completely. Like you're (laughs) you're obviously meant to be doing this. And I'm like, yeah, I am. And that's, you know, that's the goal. And that I think it's, just finding those things that light you up, you know, people want to support you in that when they see you happy and successful and, um, you know, doing good things. It's a, it's a great thing. It makes people feel better. It's a healthy, um, um, you know, also a healthy habit. So, um, more of that. (laughs) It's a good, um, it's a good observation that you just shared a good way to know when someone's found their passion, it's how they share it. Right. Certainly. Now that you bring that up, it's, it's very true. It's, um, you know, if you ask me about like writing or something, like I'm a good writer, but if you ask me about being in front of the camera, it's just like, Oh, oh yes, absolutely. Yes. And Let's it's, talk it's more very, about that. <laughs> exactly. And even doing interviews like we're doing right now or conversations. I love, love I always tell people, I'm like, I, I love my podcast. No, I don't want to soil it with anything. You know, I'll, I'll deal with Instagram, but I love my podcast. Let me do what I want to do here. Right. So it's a great tool if anybody's looking and listening to say, you know, how do I know I found my passion? It's let other observers share with you what lights you up. Right. And that's, I mean, that's the struggle as an entrepreneur too, right? Because you, you're responsible for it all, you know? So the actual events and like doing the thing and telling people about the oils, like I love that part. And then I have to actually design the bottle labels and put (laughs) labels on bottles and, you know, get it all ready and schlep the things to the event. And, you know, there's all this like behind the scenes stuff that no one ever sees or knows about, but, you know, things don't just happen overnight and you have to kind of do, do whatever it takes if you want to make it, you know, if you want to make it. So true. So, so true. The behind the scenes is where it all happens. I think that that's, um, that's what we love to uncover here in, in Never Settle is the behind the scenes because it is. It's a highlight reel when people are successful or they're doing the event or right. you know, they've made it. It's, do you know the pyramid that's been below that? Uh, Kristen, exactly. this is so fun. I could keep talking with you forever. What, is, uh, what does Never Settle mean to you? I mean, I think it's just like what we were talking about. It's always having another goal on the horizon. And you know, coming up with new and innovative ideas to keep things moving and evolving in your life. Evolve the keyword. We're going to drop the links for um, everything we talked on today in the podcast for Wish Wellness as well. And if anybody wants to connect with you and book you for an event, 
or hear more about your story, we're going to link that below in the show notes. So thank you so much for being here. No doubt we will connect in LA at another um, fiesta or event sometime soon. And thank you. I hope so. For doing, thank you. Following, following your heart, for your dad's <laughs> message and mission yes. to follow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. That wraps up another episode of Never Settle. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Stay tuned for more stories and conversations from fellow entrepreneurs.